Devin, what are you drinking? Oh, an old fashioned. <gasps> no, we're cursed. Hello! Welcome to Tay to Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Forever and Always from Fearless, Taylor's version. Forever and Always! That's not how it goes. No, but I just wanted to sing something, and that was the first thing that came <laughs> First melodic you line have, that came you to mind. You have my... trouble remembering the melodic line of Forever and Always because there are so many songs Constantly. that use the word forever in their title. And like Once Upon a Time and all those things. Great song, though. Love it. Great song. But now, today, we are on to the G's. We have made it to the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh letter in the alphabet. Sixth letter in the alphabet. Yeah, because number is not a letter a, in the B, alphabet. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I was right. Seventh. Oh, wow. Guys, I just counted on my fingers to fact-check Devin. Same. <laughs> Lots of finger counting right there. I never knew G was the seventh letter, which is weird, because I'm that. G. Yeah, you are G. It's weird. Huh. I know that D is the fourth letter. That's really easy. That's like a really easy one. That You don't even need fingers you for that one. You don't need fingers for that one. That's but we easy. are on the G's. And we are discussing Getaway Car from Reputation. Oh, yeah. Oh. A fan favorite as well as a Tay to Z favorite. Oh, huge Tay to Z favorite. Getaway Car is the ninth track on Reputation. No wonder I like it. Number nine. yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Lucky numbers. Lucky number. Reputation was released November 10th, 2017, and this song was co-written <laughs> by none other than Jack Antonoff. Our guy. Our, our new friend. <laughs> He's our, at least. <laughs> my dad's new friend, dad's Jack Antonoff. <laughs> at least we're going to have to repost that again. What a great video. We will have to repost I think we'll that. have to just bring that back every once in a while. I think every time we do a Jack song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, Jack, if you're listening to this. You're always welcome on the podcast. (laughs) Drew is Gab's dad. (laughs) This song has been played live 53 times by Taylor. All of them were on the Reputation Tour back in 2018. Getaway Car was released as a single September 7th, 2018 in Australia and New Zealand to support the Australia and New Zealand leg of the tour. Right. And it peaked at nine on the New Zealand Hot singles. Ooh, very cool. Pretty tragic that it was only released there. <laughs> lucky, Super tragic. Lucky Australian and New Zealand on, listeners. On their radio. Oh, um, God. Yeah, should have been a single here in the US. So wait, if any Aussies or Kiwis can corroborate that that it was on the radio back in 2018 when she was in, in the area, let us know. Yeah. And and how amazing would it have been to be able to listen to that on the radio in the car? Yeah, it would have been really cool. Mm. But you know what would have been even cooler? What? A music video. video. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys knew this. There's no music video to Getaway Car. They know. So, Devin, Mm. what do you think about Getaway Car? Okay. (laughs) This song and I go back Mm. to the beginning of Reputation. So, as we all know on this podcast, I was not a big Reputation fan back in the day when it first came out. However, there were two songs on the album that I bought off of iTunes. Mm -hmm. Two of them. This song, Getaway Car, and King of My Heart. Mm -hmm. Great songs. Yeah. Love them both. So, I have loved this song in spite of the 
dislike for the rest of the album. And by the rest of the album, just look what you made me do, because then I didn't really listen to the rest of the album. At the time. At the, at the time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, flash forward to today, I love all of Reputation, as as we know. So this this song and I have a very special connection. <laughs> I have I have listened to this song maybe more than any other Taylor Swift song. I would I would believe that. I, I would I would think that this might be it. Yeah, I think so. My love of it is only increased by the fact that Jack Antonoff is the co-writer and producer mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. track. So I like to think that anything that he collaborates with with Taylor turns to gold. Mm. Like I have yet to find one of the songs that they've collaborated on and not like it. I feel like whenever they get together mm-hmm. and collaborate must be the most fun in the entire. I would love to be a fly on that wall. Yeah. Just the two geniuses that are Taylor and Jack mm-hmm. working and then working on this song in particular. Yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> so I'm just going to go into it a little bit. This is going to get a little deep divey into this song. That's good. Hit us with it. Because I listened to this song today, maybe 20 times in a row, yeah, stopping <laughs> stopping and starting and like figure like listening to specific parts and writing it down. Every time I was like, yes. God, yes. So starting at the beginning, that distortion on Taylor's voice, mm-hmm. the nothing good stuts and the get to wake up. Yeah. And you're just like, what? Okay. And that will lead into talking about the tour version of it that we'll talk about in a little bit, where it just gets the crowd hyped. Yeah. As soon as I hear that. The groove of this song is just so good. Yeah. But I love that we don't get a full groove. Until the chorus. Yeah. Again, Jax builds. He builds that song. It's he an knows epic how to do it. Build. You know? Yeah, he does. So and and when she starts singing, it's just got that synth, that mm-hmm. low synth underneath it with those eighth notes. The then she sings the line, you know, I wanted to leave him. And you hear that high-pitched wah, wah, wah. <laughs> wanted to see. Wah, 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 wah. And then it goes back to... Mm-hmm. And then she gets into... X marks the spot where we fell apart. Mm-hmm. And that's when the kick comes in. Yeah. X marks the spot where we fell apart. He poisoned the well. And then... Can you explain what the kick is the, for our listeners? The drum kit starts to come in so you get a little bit of percussion and then the whole fill comes in on the chorus and it's just this giant sound like if you just listen to the chorus like five times through you'll be able to hear a different synth a different sound different distortions Mm -hmm. in every single time Mm -hmm. you have to like your ear needs to like go through and pick out each one and it's so crazy because like you know Obviously, when you're listening to this song, you're singing along with it, especially in the chorus, because Mm -hmm. that's what you do in a Taylor Swift song, especially at a concert, you're going to be singing along to it. So you might not necessarily listen in to what the background Mm -hmm. sounds like. So if you just like listen to it instead of like not singing along with it. You're going to hear so much stuff. You're going to hear like this. Don't pretend it's such a mystery. It's like the whole background just kind of like distorts for a second Mm. and comes back. It's so interesting. Then he does this really, really cool thing that he also does in Gold Rush. Mm. When Taylor comes back into the second verse, Mm. the first line of what she sings, there's nothing underneath her. Mm -hmm. And there's this like little crescendo of music. 
that comes back in underneath mm. her to come back into the groove. So it's like a... And it's the same with Gold Rush the second time through when she's like, I don't like a Gold Rush, Gold Rush. You know, yeah, moment which we're going like, to get to yeah, yeah, yeah. soon like, another G song. Two songs. Mm-hmm. Which is such a cool technique to bring you back into that original groove yeah so you're out of the chorus groove and you're back into like the that effect that he uses is just so cool to me and it just brings you right back in and then she has one of the coolest parts in the whole song where she sings the you were running after me i was screaming go 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 and with three of us sunny it's a sad show like that melodic line mm-hmm. so good so so good mm-hmm. then we get back into the chorus again and you got the awesome groove and then you got the bridge with the it was jet set bonnie and clyde oh mm-hmm. and those oh those are so good and then you get that section that's like kind of the chorus but then also the bridge and it's you know the i'm in the getaway car i left you in the motel bar mm-hmm. and when you listen to it Everything kind of cuts out, and it's these strings underneath her that hold out these whole notes, mm. and it's this totally different moment from the entirety of the song, yeah. the rest of the song, and it's just this snippet. You would think maybe like in a movie, how it like, you know, cut to like a thought, like uh-huh. that person is standing there, and like you're out of time, and like a dreamscape kind of thing of yeah. like, this is what I'm thinking about, but then it goes right back into it, mm-hmm. and it just is, it sits, and so it makes it feel very important. Yeah. And it makes it feel like that's kind of like the crux of the song. So I saw a video of her and Jack coming up with this line. Oh, cool. On, I don't know if it was on Instagram or YouTube. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they're like trying to figure it out. And then she's like, I, I took the money in the bag and I stole the keys. That one's the last time he ever saw me. And they were both just like, yeah. It may have been on the Reputation tour video. No, I think it was in Miss Americana. Miss Americana. Yeah. Oh my God. And the two of them were like, yes. And they're like coming up with it. And yeah. I'm like, this moment of this song mm-hmm. might be one of the best Taylor moments in any song ever yeah it's so it good. is so good well and it's like she's telling this story and then she puts herself into the story mm-hmm. in this moment so it's like what you were saying it's like this thought she's remembering she's putting that idea out and it's a very clever taylor oh. thing that she does you know criminals getaway car we're gonna burgle or whatever but like no i'm taking it i'm out of here like you're stuck at the bar you're no good for me sort of thing and then like this line just like rocks i think it's more i'm no good for you oh yes oh i've i've always listened to it as he's no good for her Mm -mm. no because of her line it's no surprise i turned you in because us traders never win yeah I left you in the motel bar, put the money in the bag, and I stole the keys. That was the last time you ever saw me. Yeah. She's the criminal the in, bad guy. in the relationship. Yeah. That's why this song is so like, oh, Taylor, yes. <laughs> like, she's owning owning that. Oh. Yes. I'm going to listen to it in a completely new way now. Really? So to finish, to finish out my wild and crazy musical analysis of this, the final outro mm-hmm. is... So good. Mm-hmm. And then I love the button with the a getaway car. Yeah. You know? Such a good ending. So good. How about you? What do you think? <laughs> uh, I too love this song. 
It is definitely in my top 25 Taylor songs. I find this to be a perfect pop song. It just has this fantastic groove to it, which you've kind of examined. So yeah, I think this song just kind of nails every moment. Obviously, I love the Bonnie and Clyde vibes. Mm -hmm. The story is just so visual that I think that's why everyone is so up in arms that we never got a music video for it. It's just such a beautiful visual story that you could just imagine the music video in your head. And it would have been epic. Yeah. And so I think that that's part of why everyone is just like, it's a tragedy she never made the the music video for Getaway Car. Because it's one of her more visual songs when she's telling the story. Because it's got like all these different beats that are moving. Yes. I agree with what you said about the build. Jack is a master of the build. And how it builds, 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 and then slowly comes down. And I especially love, like, that final, when she goes, said goodbye and a getaway yep. car. I love that moment. Yeah. It's so good. Some of my favorite moments that are not my favorite lyric mm. are, and a circus ain't a love story, and now we're both sorry. We're both sorry. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love when she does that. I think it's so cute and so funny and, like just like witty it's just really yeah good. and on the tour she like mouths she like mouths it with the hand in front of her mouth we're both sorry yeah, yeah. it's so good and then like in the same vein you weren't thinking and i was just drinking yeah like, it's just like it's a, it the song has humor to it too which yes. i really like like and the way taylor she acts this song when she performs it and i think that's really cool yeah and then of course I love the line, I knew from the first old-fashioned we were cursed. Like, that's just a great line. And meeting someone, that's what they're drinking. Like, you can just see it. Like, I can picture them in this bar having the old-fashions. Like, I see the whole music video. I love this song. Yeah, it just has fantastic moments. You pretty much captured all of the feelings of it. I love the lyrics. I love singing along. It's it's a great song. It really is. Yeah. Devin, mm. do you relate to this song? I don't think so. <laughs> the only thing I can relate to is I like old fashions. Yeah. And and I'm currently drinking one <laughs> while we're recording. <laughs> I've de- definitely never started a getaway car relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've been a getaway car. Mm-mm. I don't think I've ever been in an actual getaway car. <laughs> I think the closest thing to a getaway car may have been from a Halloween party sophomore year of college and like the cops showed up and we had to like run away, but that wasn't like (laughs) a getaway car. Yeah, you weren't thieving. (laughs) We weren't thieving, but you know, I was jumping and I wasn't getting into any car. We just ran away from on campus. Oh, there was no car. car. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's like the closest thing, I suppose. I see. And then, and then I can understand that a relationship like this might come out of a more lasting relationship prior. So mm-hmm. this could be a rebound, yeah. or this could be just like a one night stand kind of thing mm-hmm. that maybe turns into a month or two months or whatever, and you lead this person on unknowingly and maybe subconsciously, but then and then you do know for a fact like this is going nowhere. Mm-hmm. I've just been using you the whole time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that happens a lot. I guess so. In the world. Yeah. I, I think that that's a, a, a pretty common trope mm-hmm. in, in the relationship world. Yeah. So, but do I personally relate? No. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, I <laughs> totally do not relate to this song. 
What? Uh, <laughs> I, I've never actually ever dated someone immediately after a relationship ended or ever had a getaway car like type experience. I take a lot of time after relationships. I'm very slow moving to heal myself. So I'm really not a rebound type girl. Mm. Your story about Halloween actually made me think of like, I, I've never been in a getaway car or committed a crime, <laughs> but we used to play a lot of pranks in uh, high school uh-huh. and I was um, older. So I was one of the first people to have my license. So there were definitely some like pranks. Like we once went to a friend's house and put like uh, forks all in her lawn oh, <laughs> and God. then we went, to, went to someone else to have wrapped their car in saran wrap. They're all friends of ours. Like they were all people we knew. Yeah. You know, we just lived in the suburbs and we didn't drink. So there wasn't a lot going on. Yeah. What else was there? Um, so the, the, my car would be a getaway car in terms of oh, playing a prank and then driving away. And there was one situation where once we, we put sanitary pads all over this one kid's car we went to high school and he did get in his car and drive after us. But it was all in good fun. It was never dangerous yeah, or anything. no, never. But we were a getaway car and it was okay. funny. So you telling that Halloween story made me think huh. okay. about Okay, so you kind of relate that. to it. Yeah, but I mean, on a personal relationship level, I don't relate. But the song is just such a good narrative and clear story that I just, I love it. Because we've talked about how most of my favorite songs are ones I relate to. It's right. not a, that's not a blanket statement. Yeah. I love this song a yeah. lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Well, now we get to the segment of... Gossip. Many people believe that this song is about Tom Hiddleston, with whom Taylor started dating shortly after breaking up with Calvin Harris. The couple went public about their romance on June 15, 2016, when paparazzi caught them kissing on the rocks in Rhode Island. Ah, yes. Okay. So Taylor met and danced with Tom Hiddleston at the 2016 Black Tie Met Gala in May, when as far as the public knew, she was still dating Calvin Harris. Oh. Yes, because Calvin and Taylor announced their breakup in early June. So when the Met Gala happened, which Taylor was one of the chairs of, they were still dating. He was not there. You Most of these public celebrity relationships they usually break up far before the public knows and they make a statement or announcement Mm -hmm. so we don't actually know if she was still dating calvin at this time or not Mm -hmm. the song leads us to think that when they met she might have still been dating calvin okay yes some lyrics that point to this are the ties were black the lies were white and then think about the place where you first met me like they was at the met it's very taylor thing to use her words in that way. No, a lot of people feel that. Really? Yeah, guys, Devin's making a face at me, but a lot of people feel that. But, like, where we meet. She's, like, where you first said, met me. Think about the place where you first met me. She goes up on it. Okay. She emphasizes met. Okay. And then the lyric, I wanted to leave him. I needed a reason. That's Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty clear. And pretty she's, clear. she's, no, she wrote these lyrics, so yeah. she's putting it out there. Yeah. She's damning herself in these lyrics, but she's being honest. Yeah. You know, that line seems that Taylor's referencing her desire to end the relationship with Calvin Harris. Yeah, the ties are black, the lies were white. That's definitely a yeah, yeah. black tie event. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where she mm-hmm. met him. Think mm-hmm. about the place where you first met me. Okay. And she's singing it. This song is for Tom Hiddleston. Right. And so, you know, she's talking about how they danced together. Turns out that Carly Kloss is the one who photographed them dancing together and released that photo, oh. which is an interesting different layer hmm, to that's this. A layer. Because, you know, that caused some drama. But yeah, but she did dance with him. It was totally harmless dancing. Of but she danced with Tom Hiddleston at this event. And then the lyric, and a circus ain't a love story, and now we're both sorry, we're both sorry. Mm. This line 
references the insane media circus that followed Taylor and Tom Hiddleston for the entirety of their highly publicized three-month relationship. Yeah. When they were together, they were photographed everywhere. Yeah. There exists more photographs with her and Tom in this three-month relationship than there do with her and Joe for five years. Yeah. Like, tons yeah, and was, tons of photos. Yeah, it was toxic. It was not good. And they were both very big stars. He yeah. was kind of on the start of his stardom. Yeah. Well, people who watched Loki, but, like, the Avengers was, like, the big, like, thing that he was becoming even more beloved. Yeah. Uh, For those of you who don't know Tom Hiddleston, he plays the character of Loki in Marvel, and then he's had roles in a bunch of other TV shows, films, some more dramatic roles. But in this household, we know him as Loki. Yeah, he's a really good actor. We really like him. Also, very handsome man. Very handsome man. Yes. Charming. British. Good actor. Great actor. Seems like a nice guy for all all times I've Great hair. Heard. Yeah. You know? So it was a media circus that followed them, and it seems she's apologizing Mm. for that. So Calvin was obviously not happy about this huge media circus of a relationship immediately after their breakup after being together two years. So when the photos emerged of her and Tom dating for the first time, when they were deemed... Hiddle Swift, that was their couple oh, name. that's yes. pretty good. That's a pretty good name. Tom unfollowed Taylor on social media, unfollowed her brother, some of oh. her friends. He deleted the breakup tweet where they're like, all that's left is a lot of respect. Like, they had this breakup tweet. He also deleted every photo of them on his Instagram. Wow. So he did not take this well. No. And it was definitely a media circus. I mean, they were jet-setting, jet-set Bonnie and Clyde. They were in Rome. She met his parents in England. He met her family. They were all over the place together. They were photographed everywhere. I mean, who wouldn't? The media loved this relationship. Yeah. But it, there was nothing private about it. And then kind of like the crux of the moment of this relationship was Taylor's highly publicized Fourth of July parties. This ended up being her last because this was the summer that everything went down with uh, Kim and Kanye. Right. Tom wore a, like a tank top that said, I heart TS. <laughs> um, oh, right. Yeah, I seen that picture. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a very, very public rebound and it then that kind of yeah that hurt for calvin but it makes for the best song really in does. getaway car <laughs> it really does so this is wild i yeah. didn't, i didn't know like any of this yeah and you we're still not even all the way through it yeah and yet this song still i love this song so much yeah and now this is just adding yeah, more you know layers, the layers. To it. so a lot of us when this song like did come out we knew this you know <sighs> And even, like, so in Look What You Made Me Do, the yeah. single that came out, her backup dancers in the scene where she's dancing, like, in the all black, whatever, yeah. they're wearing I Heart TS. Yes. Like, that's a callback to people making fun of Tom for that. Gotcha. Or making fun of her. Like, oh, she's, like, commandeering. She's yeah, yeah, controlling yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. But it was just, like, a cute, funny thing they did. But yeah. they were, like, <laughs> the most public of public I, relationships. I mean, I'm, yeah. And it seems, and to the point where some... People believe that it was a publicity stunt. Mm. I don't actually think so. I actually think it was this weird. She got like totally swept up and he's a very handsome, very charming man. Yeah. I think it's pretty easy to get swept up in it. But I do think like she met his family. Like I don't think that for Tom it was just a fling. I mean, obviously I don't know, but he seems like a really nice guy and we have not seen him in any public relationships before or since. Right. So I do think that he just kind of got caught up in it. And to a lot of Swifties, like, he's, like, you know, a pretty, like, mild ex of hers. You know, we kind of feel for him. He kind of seemed to have gotten the short end of the stick in the situation. Yeah. They were Jet Set, Bonnie, and Clyde until I switched to the other side. That's Taylor. Mm. It's no surprise I turned you in. 
Yeah. So Taylor, you know, they they did break up. We don't know for sure, but it seems that Taylor's the one who ended things. Sure. An interesting layer to this relationship is that Taylor met Joe for the first time mm-hmm. that same night of the Met Gala. Yeah. So this is, you know, referenced in the Evermore song, Long Story Short, this whole time in her life. And I fell from the pedestal right down the rabbit hole. Long story short, it was a bad time. Mm -hmm. Pushed from the precipice, clung to the nearest lips. Mm -hmm. Long story short, it was the wrong guy. So the wrong guy that she ended up with is referencing Tom Hilston here. So she clung to the nearest lips. He was interested in her and he pursued her and she went with him. They dated. She also met Joe and liked Joe that night. Yeah. It's and she's like, now I'm all about you. That's the in long yeah. story short. So she's summing up that in that song yeah. too. So we can pretty much gather the through line of the story. I'm sure there are some creative elements, but sure. I just think that's an interesting layer to it. And I also think it's fascinating that in this whole thing, you thought Tom Hiddleston was the bad guy. Yeah. He's so not. Yeah, at all. Yeah. And the lyrics kind of say that. Yeah. I guess they can be interpreted if you're not privy to this yeah. information in the way that I interpreted it. But when you're privy to how things worked and how, how it was it written down. and why she wrote it yeah. and everything, it makes sense absolutely in what you're saying. Yeah. And it's also this yeah. different era of Taylor kind of, you know, reputation. She kind of embraced both what the public thought of her and then the real side, like what the perception was. So it could also be some of like her playing on the character and the perception, you know, right. as well as like owning up what ha- to what happened. Right. I think it's yeah. a combination of both. Yeah. Totally. You know, because yeah. like she was seen as this like man eater, you know? Right. And that's kind of makes... what the narrative was of that relationship. Yeah. It makes sense that she would write this from the point of view of like a very dramatic person yes you know like a a criminal (laughs) exactly like i don't think you know it went down quite so dramatic right yeah but on reputation where it sits it makes sense that it's written that way yeah and it was also all just so very public oh god yeah so that's everything about the whole calvin tom taylor part i like knew parts of that from previous episodes but i didn't know the whole thing yeah that's wild yeah The opening line of Getaway Car, It Was the Best of Times, The Worst of Crimes, is a play on the famous opening line from A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens. Mm. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. This is just another example of one of Taylor's many literary references that she puts into her songs. And that she's a reader, which is cool. We love readers. And it makes sense, because she's a writer. So it makes sense that she's a reader. She loves words. They go together. They, They tend to. Writers have to write the book for you to read. Yeah, I'm a reader. I'm not a writer. I'm a reader, I'm a writer, I'm a mother, and I'm a sinner. And I don't think they say reader and writer in that no. song, but it's a good song. Great song. Joker. Yeah. We may not have gotten a getaway car music video. Sad. But we did get a very epic getaway car intro during the tour, which was this epic video with Taylor in this kind of middle of nowhere desert in this blue dress with like red and blue smoke all around her, like coming out of canisters mm-hmm. all around her. And the following epic narration played over the video. I'm going to read the whole narration. It's a poem that was written by Taylor. Cool. When she fell, she fell apart. Cracked her bones on the pavement she once decorated as a child with sidewalk chalk. When she crashed, her clothes disintegrated and blew away with the winds that took all of her fair weather friends. When she looked around, her skin was spattered with ink, forming the words of a thousand voices. Echo she heard even in her sleep. Whatever you say, it is not right. Whatever you do, it is not enough. Your kindness is fake. Your pain is manipulative. 
When she lay there on the ground, she dreamed of time machines and revenge and a love that was really something, not just the idea of something. Mm -hmm. When she finally rose, she rose slowly, avoiding old haunts and sidestepping shiny pennies, Mm -hmm. wary of phone calls and promises, charmers, dandies, and get-love-quick schemes. When she stood, she stood with a desolate knowingness, waded out into the dark, wild ocean up to her neck, bathed in her brokenness, said a prayer of gratitude for each chink in the armor she never knew she needed. Standing broad-shouldered next to her was a love that was really something, not just the idea of something. When she turned to go home, she heard the echoes of new words. May your heart remain breakable by never by the same hand twice, and even louder, Without your past, you could never have arrived so wondrously and brutally by design or some violent, exquisite happenstance here. No, nothing good stops in the getaway Exactly. <laughs> As she said here, the video showed Taylor in this really cool car on a giant pink X. And getaway card immediately started playing. And uh, the crowd just went wild. Uh, like, wild. And the video was so cool. And we were so gripped in. And it's showing different scenes of her in this dress. And it, yeah. And it's just, I, that poem is beautiful. And it also uh, shows, like, regardless of what this song is about, this era in her life. And then the time after the hard time where she wrote Reputation and performed it so she could look back and she's in this now like longer relationship with Joe she's able to look at what she went through and understand why and what it brought her yeah and what she gained from that experience yeah and it's just so well written like it's beautiful when you, if you should all listen like google this um and listen to this yeah, and watch the YouTube video. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, or just watch the whole Reputation tour on Netflix. Yeah. It's so good. And her narration is just beautiful. Like, her voice sounds amazing yeah. reading it. Yeah. And the words, like, it just sounds good. She uses these words that just sound really fantastic. And her inflection is amazing. And you just feel it, especially as a fan of hers. You feel this poem very deeply and then also how epic when she says here and it's this giant pink x with taylor in a getaway car and we all love this song so yeah. we went wild like yeah. the crowd was so electric yeah. during this song and she came out in this like purple sparkly jacket so good over like a beaded bodysuit and these cool boots and it's definitely just like a really cool costume yeah. like very iconic people loved this jacket um, was definitely one of my tour faves. And it just was, like, the best setup for a song. And then she sings it. And, like, that energy was so heightened. Yeah. It was so cool. Oh. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So I just I just love the story of this song and, the, and just reputation in general and all of the crap she went through and, like, the growth that she had in those years. Mm. Just, like, it's, it's just an amazing, amazing era to have been a swifty honestly i i am kicking my i kick myself in the butt every single day yeah that this podcast didn't start sooner and my love of taylor swift didn't start sooner it's okay because um without your past you could never have arrived so wondrously (laughs) and brutally by design or some violent exquisite happenstance here here You're right. So take Taylor's words for it. Without everything else, I love it. Be here. It's it's great words, great advice. It's pretty crazy. Someone put that on a T-shirt. You know, the whole thing. The whole thing. I'd wear it. The whole thing. Okay, uh, can you just hold still while I read your shirt? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you have any other questions about this era? 
I mean, yeah, but I mean, we're going to get into a whole lot of other stuff with like, look what you made me do. Yeah. Gorgeous is coming up. Yeah. Like, I mean, every single time we go through a song on Reputation, I learn more about Yeah, there's Reputation. just a lot to it, it. Really, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's an era where she found herself. You yeah. Know, and where... And well, and she was forced to. She was forced to. I mean, she took that year off from everything and just went, you know, dark. Yeah. And came back like a phoenix reborn and created this masterpiece of an album. And also just like understanding too that like all she needed was the loyal fans and yeah. she didn't need the others. So she could just do what she needed to and not like overthink all of it, even though she still did. Yeah. It's so interesting to look at her on the 1989 tour versus the Reputation tour and just the differences in how her persona, like who she is, how she looks, how she feels in her body. Yeah, how she like connects sort of to thing. the audience. She feels just so much healthier yeah. on the Reputation album. Yeah. Like just, you know, and obviously because 1989 was a rough spot. Like, yeah, well, and yeah. she, yeah, she talked about that in yeah. Miss Americana and yeah. how she was healthier. And yeah. I think that all of the rock bottom, she had to come into her own and figure it out. Yeah. But, and you can see it. And even, I mean, I love the 1989 tour. It was epic. But, like, just seeing the growth and the love in the stadium during the Reputation tour, it was one of, like, the best concerts of my entire life. Yeah. Like, 1989 was, too. But the Reputation tour was, like, it just felt like it was, like, okay, like, we're one of the real ones. Like, it just had this different feel. Everybody there was a true Swifty. Yeah. It was very connected. Yeah. And we're in this giant stadium, and yet it still felt very connected. Yeah. It was really, really special. So, Devin? Yes. What's your favorite line in Getaway Car? So I already said it, but I'm in a getaway car. I, it's so hard to say it without singing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a getaway car. I left you in the motel bar, put the money in the bag, and I stole the keys. That was the last time you ever saw me. So good. And and it reads now completely different for me. Yeah. Because I was reading it before as, like, I, I left you because you were bad for me. Mm. Now I read it as, I left you because you're not right for me. Yeah, and also I left you, and I'm kind of sorry that yeah, I did I'm it. sorry but, like, about it. You should have known that's what it was gonna. And I wonder if that was the last time that they ever saw each other. I, I mean, I can't think of any public events. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Great well, line. I mean, everything about it that we talked about in the previously, you know, like the the way that it kind of like stops, and it's kind of like this just um, out of body moment. Mm-hmm. It's such. An incredible line. Yeah. And melodically, lyrically, it's just, it's perfect. Yeah. How about you? What's your favorite line? So my favorite line, this is why this whole part of this song is like so important to me, is the, it's no surprise I turned you in because us traders never win in the Mm. bridge. I mean, really the whole bridge, but it's just this idea because it also goes with the line, should have known I would have been the first to leave. Think about the place where you first met me. Like it's Taylor owning up to her role in it. Yeah. And I, I really like that. And also I just like the fact that like she's telling this story and you don't quite know fully where it's going or what happened. You know, other listeners wouldn't really, but that she's like, like, it's not a surprise. Like us traders never win. I was a trader. Like she's yeah. like putting that out there. I just, I like the ownership of that. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I know how this is going to go, mm. but from one to 10 old fashions, what do you give getaway car? Great rating. Yeah. Great rating. We, we, <laughs> 
I bet you all were thinking getaway cars, duh. Like one to ten getaway cars, but nope. It's one to ten old fashioned. Yeah, we like to go for the little innards, you yeah, know? Yeah, the innards, if you will. One to ten redheads named Abigail, right? Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this is really this is really tough because I I desperately want to give it more than ten. <laughs> and the more I listen to it today, I think it's gone up in how much I like it. You listen to it a lot today. Like, a lot. And I and every time was better and better and better. Yeah, I was, like, half asleep with a headache, and you were just playing it over yeah. and over and over. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was partially also to wake you up and oh. get the day going. Oh. Oops. Oops. <laughs> so I have to give it a 10 because I can't give it any more than a 10. But this is, pr- like, top three. Wow. songs for me wow, I'm, wow. I'm pretty sure like yeah i think so for you like you know death by a thousand cuts cornelia street and this i think are like yeah i would agree with that. the ones yeah i mean jump and fall is pretty high up there too <laughs> obviously <laughs> that's more of a guilty pleasure yeah. than like a, i really love that song yeah you know mm-hmm. story of us so good you're just listening your faves just listening my faves i'm redoing my ranking uh this week okay. so maybe I, guess I should work on mine maybe yeah yeah so 10 10 old fashions obviously what about you from one to 10 old fashions what would you give this song i also would give this song 10 old fashions mm-hmm. it's I, like i said before it's a perfect pop song it's perfect it's so good i love it i love listening to it i love driving to it yeah and I just, I loved that live performance. It's just, it's an epic song. So I hope we did it justice today. Oh, I hope so. And I'm I'm pretty sure, like, we all learned something too, probably. I... <laughs> whether, it, whether it be, whether it be music-sided, history-sided, mm. you know? Yeah, Taylor. Like, I mean, Taylor I definitely history. learned a lot on the history side. Yeah. But there might be some things there in the song you had never heard before that, that we brought to your attention. I hope so. Yeah. This is turning into an educational podcast. It always has been. <laughs> Keep listening along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Tate Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. Do you love Getaway Car? Ugh. Did you know about the whole Calvin Harris, Tom Hiddleston, love triangle-ish <sighs> type thing? Are you so sad we never got a music video of this song? <laughs> Just love this song so much. We want to hear it all. Please be sure to follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this right now. And if you get a moment, please leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. We have gotten some really great ones in the last couple of weeks. So thank you to yeah, all of you who left us so those beautiful much. reviews. Yeah. And it's crazy. We are now into our second year of Tay to Z. Yeah, that is This is, is the first crazy. episode of our second year. So pretty epic. If you've been along with us for the 52 weeks that we've been going... Um, thanks for still listening. It's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, thanks, guys. Woo-hoo. We love it. Best followers, listeners ever. Oh, yeah. Well, next week, we're going to be covering Girl at Home from Red, the Deluxe Edition. Ooh, come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tay to Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>